Dog Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. So, I have two questions for you in close succession. First question, do you like weed? Do I like weed? Do I personally like weed? Yeah, do you smoke weed? No. Number two, do you like the film Super Troopers? Yes. See, that's what I'm saying. I don't think you have to like weed to like <laughs> Super Troopers. All right. So, uh, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. I've never been a weed smoker. I've smoked weed, but I've... Whoa, I'm, whoa, whoa. Let's, never not, in, let's not put that out. I didn't in inhale. I didn't, oh, got <laughs> I didn't, it. Okay. I didn't inhale. Uh, I just... I, I didn't like the feeling of it. So it just wasn't for me. Is it because you're a control freak? Mm, I think it might just be, uh, I'm on edge. Typically I would say I'm slightly paranoid. Like I see, this is where the cannabis connoisseurs would come in and tell you that you had the wrong strain. Oh yeah. They've all done that because all of my friends smoke. I'm a libertarian, man. (laughs) <laughs> They're like, why do you no, think I'm, <laughs> i've tried them all man and you keep <laughs> this is a new one all right and then i'm miserable all night you know i feel like that's gonna be my new way of getting freebies is just telling people that i've tried it and i just i'm not that into it but like ugh, you know i've tried lobster i'm just not into it <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, you haven't had lobster till you've had it from wherever. If that could only work with Coke, <laughs> I, I would have saved a lot of money. Let's put it that way in my past. But, you know, whatever. Well, one day we'll find the right strain for you. <laughs> you know, I've pretty much given up on that. I, uh, it's the, I mean, I think I'm a little paranoid let's just put it this way people are it's gonna be really hard to sneak up on me but of course the weed subject is coming up because our supreme leaders are giving us the right to uh partake in this substance kind of yeah kind of right because I'm pretty sure without them being there, I would have been able to partake anyway, right? Well, I would even go a step further and say, if they were in fact telling me it's okay, why are people still in jail for it if we've decided it's okay? Money or power? (laughs) I mean, that's a short answer to that, right? Um it's all politics, I guess, uh, in the sense that 
Obviously, Joe Biden can't just go stepping on everybody's toes in law enforcement because he was the author. Or what? What? What was it? The I think he the was the crime a, bill. He was the sponsor for the sponsor. Yeah. What in the ninety in the early nineties, ninety two or the one with uh, the the the, rant, the getting hard on crime with the uh, Bill Clinton, right? Or the three strikes and we kill you or something. Yeah, he's he's now basically walking back legislation that he put in place and people forgot about. Right. And then, of course, our vice president was known for not only putting people in jail for marijuana charges, but withholding evidence that could exonerate people on drug charges and got caught doing it. Somehow she doesn't. And that's not a crime. I don't understand that. Like, I got caught and punished as like, no, you're not allowed to do that. But if you withhold evidence and keep a person in prison, how's that not a, like, I, I don't understand. Like, because if I go and grab somebody that I think's a bad person, but they haven't done anything wrong, and then I just chain them up in my basement. I mean, you... You would go to jail, yeah. But I think we all agree, as a society, that that's something that we acknowledge that the state is doing and that we're angry about because there are all these true crime documentaries highlighting it. Because, yeah, like, I, if I because t- what was the uh, Netflix one, Making a Murderer? Like, even if you think Stephen Avery did it, I think we all agree that there was evidence planted against him and that sort of thing. So if we all agree that that is indeed going on and is rampant in the government and is also wrong, how is it still happening? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Well, it's it's probably not because we've caught them now, right? So they're probably mining, mining their P's and Q's now, right? Yeah, we we promoted them. Yeah. We made one of them vice president. Right, right. But even if we take this back to a libertarian court, right, like where we don't punish people who don't commit violence upon others, right, and we judge her actions, she is punished. She is responsible, personally responsible for this person's incarceration right this woman keeps her job gets promoted but what i mean i don't understand how you can make a decision to bomb to blow up a van full of do-gooders trying to feed poor people in a third world country and his family entire wipe out is him and his entire family and then nobody even loses eight hours worth of pay. Not even suspended for a day. Nothing. Like everybody's still fine. All of these things are happening every day. And then when we find it, we go, oh, this person needs to be released from jail immediately. That's what we see on the documentary. But who the fuck? Nobody's saying like, let this person is responsible. This person has done violence. This prosecutor has committed violence. 
upon a peaceful person and deserves to be punished. Deserves to make it right, not be punished. That millions and shit that comes from the taxpayer, I think you should bankrupt that fucking DA before any of the taxpayer money goes to him. Whether it's $10 that fucker has or a million, take all that first. You're talking about the defense fund that we all fund for for them and their liability and that sort of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't think that's as widely known as you might think it is. Yeah, I don't think I don't think people, I don't think your average person on the street knows that you can't really sue law enforcement because they have a handful of unions and lawyers that we all pay for right that not only well no investigate I, them and find no wrongdoing but then also are yeah the defense fund it, it, exactly one of the things i was talking but also like you know when somebody does get let out of prison who is wrongly convicted we typically they typically end up getting a settlement right for a million dollars or whatever right they've been in prison for 10 years and they didn't deserve it and then that's paid by the taxpayer. Well, the prosecutor that withheld evidence, or what, or the judge, right, in our vice president's case, should be liable for all of it until she's bankrupt, before any of it comes from the taxpayer. If he, if this person that she's responsible for having in prison, falsely, gets awarded ten million dollars, well. The first whatever she's the first bit of it coming from her until she's bankrupt. That's what it should be. I, I'm pretty sure that if I'm sitting here just talking about Joe Schmo on the on the streets with my neighbors, they would all agree with that. Until you bring politics into it, and then if it's a dim, they'd be like, "Oh no, no!" But like, if I, if I don't mention politics or whatever, people tend to agree with that. Like, you can't just falsely imprison your neighbor and then expect the neighborhood to pay him, pay him off when he's let free. Yeah. The accountability is long gone. Why on earth would you take the time to do things right? If you don't have to account for your wrongdoings. Yeah. Cause if she, if she gets away with it, she has a conviction record that looks promising, right? She's tough on crime. She's a judge, whatever. She gets reelected, you know. But if she doesn't get away with it, nothing happens. She's fine. So why would she not try? It's all about incentives, right? And in yeah. that position, you are incentivized to do pretty much anything to put someone in jail. Yep. Like you said, any Joe Schmo on the street will agree with you. We even have made a meme out of the war on drugs. There's a band called the war on drugs. It's mm -hmm. just a funny sort of political philosophical talking point about like a failed slash expensive war. It's, it comes up in the news every, I don't know, three, four or five years in these like blips 
of being something that's massive bipartisan support, but somehow doesn't get effectively changed in the government. Is that because we is that because we think the war is over? Because if we've still got people in jail, it's not. That that's true. The the weed thing, um, if we've got people in jail, we have a lot of fighting to do for weed. But there's more than just weed. And to be honest with you, what the reason why I think that you're not going to see the war on drugs. You'll see the war on weed, probably. I think we've won that one. It's They're slowly going to have to concede. But um, the CIA funds a lot of its operations by selling drugs. We all know this through plenty of, plenty of evidence. <laughs> if you don't believe that that's real, then... I don't know what, who I'm talking. You shouldn't listen to our show. So <laughs> we know because, that this. Well, yeah. if you don't believe that, then that inherently means you don't believe the CIA either because they have declassified their own documents <laughs> showing a history of these things. Right. So they who can't just believe? like you don't legalize it. <laughs> right. I'm now fascinated by this person who's like, yeah, I don't buy what the CIA is selling. But I also think that you guys have something up your sleeve. <laughs> More paranoid than I am. It's smoking. <laughs> yeah, just pause this, and once you come down, you can finish this episode. Right. So I really do think that, that has a lot to do with it, you know, um, which leads you into, again, the fentanyl situation, right? So... Our U.S. government has been known to poison. CIA has been known to poison competitors' drugs. And they've also, during Prohibition, been known to poison alcohol. We all have heard the stories about old Jim went blind from drinking, you know, good moonshine or whatever. And we were told to believe and i think a lot of people still believe that it's from a dirty still right um and that's just not true if you talk to a chemist anybody who really understands alcohol grain to a uh the chemistry of it or whatever it, that that's not what happened and then you can look back on the cia release documents and they admit that they were poisoning the liquor supplies in the hopes of uh destroying the 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 reputation of the liquor sellers it wasn't to stop people from drinking it's that they didn't care about these nightlife people a lot of them were of darker skin the ones that were being poisoned they they selectively poisoned people that they didn't think that the important people would care about your high-end liquors and stuff that were given to the politics you didn't see politicians going blind and they were drinking in those it's special places too so no they needed they needed something to see something to be noteworthy but 
it to basically signal that you're not safe if it's not approved by the state. Right. They were killing people and and injuring people to serve their own purposes. This is that's a blatant, uh, just right there in your face example of what this show is trying to open people's eyes to that happens on almost every level of government down from business licenses all the way to this it this is violent coercion extortion and slavery and this is just a very in your face example of it and we're supposed to go out and celebrate when somebody who is willing to put you in jail for life for three three strikes on holding this substance says oh my bad we're not going to do that anymore we're supposed to celebrate this person as a hero well you know I'm not part of that cause, because I gave the middle finger to Kemp when he opened Georgia before DeSantis in Florida because he didn't have the right to close down Georgia. So if I'm not willing to give him a pass, damn sure not willing to give this fucker a pass. But he hasn't poisoned you. You're right. He hasn't poisoned me, but he's poisoned plenty of people. I'm sure. Or maybe he has. Maybe that's why I get so paranoid. I'm just doing the Biden strain over and over again. (laughs) I think it still begs the question, why do we believe that this war is over? Why do we... Do we believe? We, we, We don't. But why do people believe? I don't... I have no idea. There's nothing about it that seems like it would be over. I mean, the war the war on weed itself isn't really over yet. If there's still people in prison for it, and there's still... Well, for one, think about it. The, the war on weed is it, it just changed to a different way. When New York was in that gray period when they were like, okay, we're going to allow it but they didn't have any laws on how it could be distributed and whatnot, right? Um, all these vans just started showing, weed van all over New York. People selling weed right out of the van, right? And then, I don't know, probably a month ago, they all just got arrested because they passed some, and they're selling weed illegally because it's not the government approved strain. You know, they got it all clarified. So like now it's not, Government approved train. You're not. You're not a licensed approved dealer of it. So it's still. It's still the same thing. It's so your your weed dealer who finally now is can make a out in the open business and try to like be a businessman, do the right thing, is still kicked out of it. Oh, you're not. You're not the kind of person we want being getting rich. So. Uh, get over there and then you know 
if if you want to if you're one of those people who wants to be all race about stuff this is where race government is the only entity that can do something with racist intentions or discriminatory intentions and actually affect other people like this it's not it's not the same thing as like let's say you know an old man that sits on his porch and is racist he doesn't have any fucking power he didn't change anything didn't fucking matter but this kind of shit unfortunately most of these vans that i saw were it was young black men okay whether it was that was the intention of it to strip them of their business or not that's what happened they didn't have enough money they didn't have the connections to get the licenses i mean hell it takes like a million dollars to get a taxi thing be able to have a taxi cab in new york can't imagine what he charged to be able to the licensed weed dealer there. Yeah, the medallions, right? Yeah. What are you what are you gonna do? You just you're gonna sit here and tell me that like, oh, it's over because I can buy weed? Buy weed from who? And why can't I buy weed from him? Why can't I buy weed from my neighbor? You'll go blind. It's a trap, and there's no 